Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode. As you all know by now, I'm Luke and today, instead of being joined by Pete to discuss the latest mishap he's encountered while pulling his floorboards up or the latest pet he's bought for his long-suffering parents or the time he got an erection while playing a video game, I thought I'd bring you something a little bit different. Um, Elsewhere at Stack, we've been working on a show I think you'll all really enjoy uh, and I thought what would be a really cool thing to do is to bring the host of that show into the Luke and Pete show world for a little uh, chat because I think it's something that everyone listening will really get stuck into and really like. The show's called The Interruption. It's about a strange voice breaking onto an evening news bulletin on UK TV one night way back in November 1977. Suddenly, as the newsreader was delivering the latest headlines into everyone's TVs, into their living rooms, an alien voice identifying itself as Vrillon broke through and warned viewers to, quote, live in peace or leave the galaxy. It's a really odd thing. Um, Totally true, completely 100% true story. Uh, To date, no one knows who or what was responsible, but 45 years on, uh, Tommy Trelawney uh, reopened the case for Stack and embarked upon a rip-roaring adventure trying to find out what actually happened. So it's the latest podcast series from Stack. It's called The Interruption. I thought uh, Luke and Pete show listeners would love it, would love it as much as I do. Um, so instead of just running an ad for it on the on the feed or on one of the shows, as you guys sometimes hear, I thought I'd treat you all to a chat with Tommy, the host, who joins me right now, right here in the studio. But before we speak with him, let's run the trailer. This story is not a work of science fiction. Everything you're about to hear is true. The Rhodesian nationalist leader, Bishop Abel Muzareba, has accepted Mr. Smith's offer to negotiate an... For Southern Television, a TV station based in the south of England, November 26, 1977, was a day like any other, until 5pm, when this happened. This is the voice of Allah, representative of the Ashtar Galactic speaking to you. The broadcast had been hijacked by a deep, echoey voice. The speaker identified themselves as Vrillon and claimed to be calling from outer space. The message lasted for six more minutes, but then it was gone. We understand that viewers in some parts of the region are receiving a breakthrough in sound. Nobody came forward to claim responsibility for this event. To this day, no one knows who was behind it. But that's where I come in. 
I'm Tommy Trelawney. I am going to investigate what really happened and unravel an incident that was the very first of its kind. Join me on this UFO odyssey. It's gonna get weird. Earth, as you call it, faces a certain situation. Rather, um, a dangerous one. You could say that this is fraud, of course, but I would rather interpret it as a genuine attempt to reveal important religious messages to people. It was real to take the piss of the establishment. 45 years later, I am going to answer the unanswered. To extract that information, you should actually read his book. It's called Ori. Behind what? Ever motive there was for what happened in 1977, it was an amazing event. Hi, so am I speaking to Vrilon? Yes, you are. Great to see you. From the 28th of November, the interruption will be available to download wherever you get your podcasts. Two episodes dropping weekly. You still know, and your chance may not come again. Who, or what, was behind? The interruption. There it is. There it is. Tommy, welcome. Hello. Nice to be here. It's so you? great to have you. Yeah, it's the trailer. Just hearing it again, it's it's crazy just looking back at the journey of this. Yeah. It is just this bizarre story from the 70s that has been unsolved. Yeah. Until, Until now. now. Until right, now. Okay. And we're not going to spoiler everyone listening. They should go over to the interruption, search for it in their, in their podcast apps. And we'll put a link to it in the show notes for this episode as well. But um, this is a, this is a story that the moment you came to us and talked to us about, instantly I was like, we've got to do it. We have to do this. It's such a bizarre thing. Um, and it's very exciting for me to listen through to it as the same as, as it is for all, all the listeners. But tell us what attracted you to this story in the first place. Because I know you're someone who's, a, who's attracted to subcultures, the fringes of society, you know, esoterica, that kind of stuff. What attracted you to this story specifically? So I love lost stories with no one to tell them. I sort of dive into obscure topics and that's kind of what I like to do. It also helps that I do that on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I Documentary film is something I love to do. So I thought I'd teach myself how to create videos by making a YouTube channel, by making videos on obscure topics. And the channel's called Hochelaga. Mm. And this topic about Vrilon interrupting the TV is just one of them. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of, I made a video on it and it was eight minutes long, but it only covered the basics. And I've always felt there is more to this story. And so start the year, I was like, you know what, let's reopen this case. Mm. And yes, the journey, as you can see from the interruption, there is more to it. It is bizarre. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's really, it's right in the Luke and Pete show wheelhouse because I can definitely imagine Pete and I sitting around and thinking about, like imagining or hearing of a story where in the late 70s, a very different world to what it is now, you know, there's no internet, there's no kind of, the way the internet's connected to people has been, of course, totally revolutionary, but none of that actually existed then. And people are sat there living in a different world to we have, to we have today uh, and watching a serious news bulletin, because as you can hear from the trailer and as you can hear when you listen to the to the podcast series, you know, it's a bizarre thing even now. Like then, in situ, sat in front of your telly with a dinner on your lap or whatever it would be, hearing that happen, and it goes on for six minutes in total, and the newsreader himself is completely unaware, and there's no precedent for it. It's obviously the first time it's ever happened. Really? It would have been so frightening. And for that to then disappear as quickly as it came and never be 
solved or no one to ever get to the bottom of it, I think is a genuinely bizarre thing. Because nowadays you can, you know, you see something crazy on the TV, you can search online like what happened. Yeah. But and everyone time, else is already talking about it. And yeah, it, it's already solved at that point, I'm sure. But at the time, yeah, it just six minutes, Vrillon from the Ashtar Galactic Command speaks. No clue. So I actually spoke to some people who saw the instant live uh, in the show mm. and they were just like, what on earth? What, yeah. what is this? Yeah. One guy was even fixing his aerial at the time of the interruption. Right. So he was just sort of, um, oh, is it the aerial or is it the, the, the alien on the TV? But yeah. yeah, you know, this mystery just happened and then went sort of underground because without the internet, these stories get lost. But then... There's stuff of legend, right, among people who totally. were interested in that kind of that kind of scene, that kind of UFO type scene. Yeah. Because right? they claim the interrupter claims to be an alien, right? Yeah. And a very specific alien as well, which is the real thing that I got so interested in. Vrillon of the Ashtar Command is connected to these like UFO religions about, mm. you know, groups from the 50s that sprung up. So this alien has been around before. So that was a real angle of investigation. And other people, like you say, they've looked into it too. But it's now with the internet age, these stories have resurfaced. And then, you know, at this point, 45 years later, you know, it's been unsolved. Let's have a go. Let's see what we can find. Mm. Yeah. And did you go on the journey? So when we, I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be experiencing this as a listener as well. So, mm. um, and I haven't listened to all of it yet because all of it's not um, out yet. But did you go on the journey? Because you're taking listeners on the journey with you. But did you go on the journey and be pulled all over the place personally thinking it could be this, it could be that, and genuinely not know? Totally, totally. Okay. It's, that's the thing with any investigation. You have to go down lots of different routes. You've got to have all avenues open. And a part of that is you go down these cul-de-sacs. You think, oh, this is it. I'm going to break the case. And then you learn more and then it gets deeper and then you arrive at dead ends. Mm. Um, it's always really frustrating when something like that happens. However, when you come back to your main thrust, you're like, oh, okay, this is useful. Um, at this point, I can't say various dead ends because, you know, um, but yeah. And then ultimately, as the investigation goes on, you get a more rounded picture. And then when you sort of come out the other end, you're like, oh, wow, okay, this is a really sort of intricate, you know, wiggly story that has so many avenues, but, you know, one destination, I guess. And it's a tough challenge because, you know, if you, we hear about it. And then what, I, what I like about the show as well is it's almost a bit like a subversion of a true crime mm. podcast series. And one of my beefs with, and we talked about this on, on the Luke and Peter before, one of the big beefs I have about true crime shows is they kind of invariably involve a vulnerable normally young women being killed, right? And, it, and it's, it can come across as very exploitative and, and actually very unsavory. And I think that the, the subversion of that kind of true crime idea with something that, of course, is important to you and does become important to the listener. Ultimately, though, there's no real quote-unquote victim per se. It's almost like a, a wild goose chase, cold case um, that you're reopening and solving in a really... I think quirky, and I don't mean that in a, in a kind of disrespectful way, like a quirky, interesting way. Um, but that's all well and good, and that's why it's part of the reason why it's interesting. But it's harder because you haven't really got any experience of investigative work. You've got no original case to draw on, and you're not a police officer or anyone. They won't give you anything anyway. And there's no actual evidence, right? Because it's something that comes in, it's completely transient. Yeah. It interrupts a TV thing for six minutes and goes away again. And that's basically, presumably, that's all you've got. It's all you have. There's no, there's nothing left at the crime scene, quote unquote crime scene. Yeah. All we have, the starting point is that message. And yes, I have no, you know, I'm, I'm not technically a journalist. 
you know, I make uh, videos on YouTube, but that's really my wheelhouse of, of experience. I'm not a police officer. Mm. Um, so going into this was a first investigation for me. And I've learned a lot as an investigator doing this. Um, and so, you know, I've got tools now, but back <laughs> in the day, not so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's a bizarre one. I feel that I've learned that the investigator really shapes what they look at. Mm. So I, I have a background. My university education is like religion. And mm. that's what I do on YouTube. Lots of stuff about religion. So I found that religious stuff was interesting to me. And that's why UFO religions really drew me into this story because mm. it's connected to all those different groups. Mm. But yeah, you make an investigation in the shape of you mm. in any way. You, you really mould it. How much does, um, did um, people who genuinely believe in alien technology and alien presence and UFOs come into the story? So that is the big avenue of this. It's um, We meet some people that, they not only believe in aliens, but they really believe in aliens. Um, so, for example, we we well, we speak to Yuri Geller. Mm. He's connected to the story, um, and it, it, he finds his way in so many different things. But Yuri Geller has these strange links to these UFO groups. Let me. Um, let's I've got a clip of Yuri Geller here, um, and it's from episode four, which is actually out now. Mm. Um, although I would obviously recommend people listen to episodes one, two, and three first, because it's a yeah. linear narrative show. Not a Luke and Pete show. We can just pick it up whenever you want. Um, Yuri Geller is a really interesting part of this. Let, let's let's hear a clip of you interviewing him because I think it's a really interesting interview, and I'll come on to why afterwards. So, so that's uh, that's my belief system. This is a, why I'm still on the cover of uh, you know the tabloids in in Britain, in Japan, yes. all over the world, uh, because I truly believe that they do exist. Um, I mean, we'll be foolish to. To say that the universe, the cosmos, is empty. There's no life. No, there's no such thing. So I'm a great believer. Anyhow, Tommy, listen. Before I sign off with yes. you, um, tell me a little about yourself. How old are you? Oh, this is brilliant because you, <laughs> like, listeners who, who, who go and check this out, Tommy tries tries to find out if Yuri Geller was involved in this, and. Yuri Geller is just way too canny, right? He's, he's done so much of this. He ends up just flipping it on you and interviewing you. And I love the fact that Yuri Geller, in all seriousness, he's quite a controversial character anyway, to say yeah. the least, potentially, you know, a little bit problematic with the way he, you know, the way he does things. He, he says, like, with a straight face there, well, it's impossible to imagine that aliens don't exist. Okay, that's fine. But that's not the same as them interrupting a TV station in, yeah. in, in Hampshire <laughs> in 1977, right, as the priority. But what I love about it is that he starts talking to you and saying, okay, what are you up to? What's your thing? Everything about it, it really shows, like, he's been through tons of interviews. This is, like, one of my very first, really in the deep end. You can hear by the clip my, oh, Mm. <laughs> where that you're was, not expecting it no that was me being very like uh cool calm and measured oh <laughs> the reality was i was like oh my gosh um, yeah. <laughs> and you know obviously i give him my personal information which i don't think appears in the show but he asks things like you know what's your mum and dad called what do they do as work you know um, why was and, he doing that do you think he was doing that to disarm you to try and make you get you off the off the scent basically i ah, oh, i don't know i've thought about it a lot um perhaps there is that but also, I think he is genuinely interested because I came with him about the interruption and it's something that he knows a little bit about, but no one really has come to him to talk to him about it. And I think maybe he sees it as like, well, you've asked me all these questions. 
I'm going to ask you. And, you know, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm friends with Yuri, but we do chat on WhatsApp every now and then. Right. Um, we're, well, we're recently talking about um, he wants to find the Ark of the Covenant. Right. And that's in the Old Testament. It's this golden box. You might know it from Indiana Jones. I do know it, yeah. And it's yeah. got the... Uh, got the mercy seat on top and it's, yeah. it's where they held the Ten Commandments, right? The Ten Commandments and some other trinkets. Yeah. You know, in it's a biblical super weapon. You open it up and it sort of explodes and kills 50,070 people in, in the Bible in one particular bit. Um, he wants to find that. Right. Uh, for better or for worse. And so drawing on my knowledge from old testament which is stuff i did at university um you know we've been chatting about it i sent him my video on it so uh you know you'll see me and yuri trekking in his island in scotland <laughs> looking for the ark of the covenant next series next series yeah, exactly. uh, if you see the big explosion somewhere yeah. well you know ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But I, I think I think I, I just love that in the show that I've heard so far um, that it takes you on this journey and you you really are trying to solve it organically by going down all these different places and it almost becomes did you did you almost did you ever think to yourself you know why why is this so important to me why do I want to find out what happened here or did you just did you just you on autopilot as soon as you decide to to do it hmm. um, I think with this the best way I could describe it is it's an itchy story. You hear it, you hear the Vrillon message, the original audio, and it just lodges in your brain and it becomes an itch you have to scratch. Yeah. I remember I kept on thinking about it, knowing that there is something out there. There is something more to this than people know. And so that is what drew me to it. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to kind of what you're saying earlier. I know that for me, there is quite a saturation of quite dark stories on either podcasting or Netflix, especially of that investigative stuff. Mm. Um, I know that like, I only have so much like emotional, I guess, strength or endurance or kind of energy to be listening to stories about abuse, murder. And obviously they're important in their own right. But mm. when it is just that, it sort of makes a really fun space, documentary investigations. It makes a fun space into something, you know, that there's more to it. Mm. And so with this story, the one big thing that I love about it is it's a real investigation. I'm coming to this with all my skills, or a lack thereof, but yeah. trying my best um, to solve something that is quirky, but it's just, it's itchy. It's something yeah. that needs to get solved. It also has a kind of wider meaning because I think what what the you know the the voice that claims to be Vrillon from the Ashtar Galactic Command is, Command is saying is like the message of the time is very Cold War, is very kind of, nuclear paranoia it's like lay down your weapons live in peace for the safety of the galaxy all the rest of it and people when they listen will hear all that but it kind of gives you an idea that to me at least as a, from the outside just listening in it doesn't feel like it's just a prank it doesn't feel like oh we can interrupt this tv thing with these with these tools and it'll be funny it's like 
they're doing it for a reason. And the stuff they're saying is quite heavy shit. Like, there's a reason why they're saying it. Mm-hmm. And as you rightly point out, I think, in one of the early episodes, that, you know, people are interrupting TV broadcasts now to make political statements and to, to get their messages across. We saw it happening with, around the Russia invasion of Ukraine, for example. So there is more depth to it. It's not just a kind of, you know, doing it for the sake of it because it's a quirky thing. Because if it was just a prank, I don't think it would resonate as much. Mm. And it's obviously resonated quite a lot. I think that is the most interesting thing about this. The message is sincere. You have this, I mean, it, you know, you have this alien, quote unquote alien, um, warning people, being like, you know, prepare for the age of Aquarius, abandon all weapons of evil. And it's, there is real intention behind this. So why would you hack a TV station with that kind of message? It's so specific and it has so many links to UFO religions that the way I see it, those are fingerprints. Yeah. Those are clues that the person behind this or you know alien behind it uh drops that you know it it leads you down the investigation and as you say these things happen a lot even nowadays maybe not on the same scale but russia um in iran more recently um a state broadcast got interrupted by a picture of the ayatollah with a big x on it um, right used- does anyone know who did that no well people believe it was probably traced to like um students but yeah. there's no like real person or people they found. But when they happen, they are done for a good reason mm. and often for a protest. So that's why this Vrillon message, this quirky alien impersonation, there is method to the madness. There's something in there. And I think that's to me why it's so like, I guess I, guess I say itchy. It's just, yeah. mm, what is that? And one of my, one of my favorite, I, I want to play another clip before we, before we go, but one, one, cause one of my favorite moments is where um, you get, I mean, is it, is it unfair of me to say that you just decide that you're going to be so open-minded trying to solve this that you will literally talk to anyone? And, That's fair to say. Yeah. <laughs> and you you somehow get hold of like a, a psychic who claims to be able to channel like a vast range of supernatural beings for like a fee. Angels to aliens. He's got yeah, for a fee, of course. For a fee, for a fee. And it turns out just by sheer coincidence that he thinks he can actually channel Rillon, the alien that actually did the message. And so you, <laughs> this is absolutely like Louis Theroux, like farcical type situation where you're talking to someone who supposedly is channeling Frillon, right? Frillon, yeah. <laughs> let's, 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 let's have a listen. Yeah, so what I'm, I'm looking for specifically to talk with the Ashtar Galactic Command. Are you able to, to call them up? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. There's a specific being I'm looking for, and it's Vrillon. Vrillon from the Ashtar Galactic Command. Vrillon, Vrillon, okay. On the other line is a self-proclaimed psychic. According to his website, he's able to channel a vast range of supernatural beings, from angels to aliens. I'm here to talk with a being called Frillon from the Ashtar Galactic Command, whose disembodied voice broke onto English television in 1977. Is it male or female male? To be honest, I don't know. The voice I have heard is male. It's so yeah. funny. Is it, is it male or female? You're like, uh, don't know. I don't know. Do aliens have genders? You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's so many questions to unravel. Yeah, as part of this, you know, any good investigator, you need to cover all of the bases. That's what I was talking about earlier. So you might as well speak to the alien directly. Just or, to make sure. Just to make sure. Or I yeah. guess in this case, indirectly, because in that scenario, I was chatting to a, a, a channeler who claimed to sort of be an antenna to the spaceship, which is Ashtar Command. Right. And so I got to meet Vrillon in, in person, really. I think if you did have those skills, 
you'd definitely be spending your time doing it on the internet for 50 quid a time, right? It's perfect, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People like me coming in, yeah, wanting, exactly. you know, he's probably, you know, a wealthy guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's exactly what he'd be doing with his amazing, like, found skill. All right, look, it's a great show. I really wanted to get you in. Thank you for, for giving up no, your time. Thank you for having me. I think, uh, I think the Luke and Pete Show family will uh, love hearing this show, and I wanted to give them... In, in return for their great dedication to the Luke and Pete show, a little inside uh, track on it. So it's great to have you in. Um, those of you who, who, who think this is of interest to them, go and check out The Interruption wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we'll put a, a link to the show to be able to subscribe to um, uh, in the show notes. As At the time of recording, there's four episodes of eight out, right? Yeah, it's two so dropping every Monday. Yeah. We're halfway through. Um, so there's not too many to get through um, at the moment. So if you go in there now, you can listen to the first four. Uh, the next two are out um, on Monday, then the next two the Monday after that, leading us up to Christmas. Uh, and then we'll see what's next. Maybe there'll be a sequel. But um, Well, maybe the Ark of the Covenant will be found. That'll be great. <laughs> you and Yuri. We'll have Yuri in there next time. Be my little duo, yeah. Yeah, I get the feeling Yuri's fee might be massive. Yeah. Probably is, right? Um, yeah. So maybe Yuri next time, but maybe not. But um, Tommy, it's been great to talk to you. Thanks so much for, for bringing um, news of the interruption to the Luke and Pete show uh, community. But also, thanks for doing the show, because it's great and we love it. Oh, I mean, it's been such a joy to make. Uh, thanks for having me as well. It's been great to chat with you. Yeah. Good. All right, cool. Well, we'll speak to you again soon. And uh, everyone else uh, listening, check out a Luke and Pete show. There'll be another one out tomorrow. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about yet. We're going to record it in a minute. So something to look forward to. Uh, thanks, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.